Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've discussed a variety of topics on this channel over the years, you and I, haven't we? And one that's popped up every now and then that always has me baffled is the notion that a municipality, a city or a town, has the right to come onto private property and say, hey, this car here is not registered. We're going to tow it away as a nuisance, despite the fact it's not being driven on the road and the fact that it's not on the road when they encounter it. Some places will come onto private property and tow away your car and say your car was a nuisance because you didn't have it registered. And that, to me, is insanity. So I want to see a court take this up, and here's a situation where that might happen. From Fox 2 Now out of St. Louis, William sent this. Thanks a lot. Calverton Park faces lawsuit after Fox 2's extensive reports on towed cars and temporary tags. So city of Calverton Park finds itself at the center of a fiery legal battle. A class action lawsuit has emerged in the wake of these stories hitting the news. The defenders of Arch City officially filed a class action lawsuit against the city of Calverton Park on Monday, alleging the city has violated residents' constitutional rights by illegally towing their vehicles from private property. The lawsuit contends that cars have been towed from people's homes and driveways without giving the owners a meaningful opportunity to be heard as required by the Due Process Clause of the U.S. Constitution. So remember, I've talked about due process, and at its most basic, at its most minimum, bare bones, due process means you've got the right to know the charges against you and have the meaningful opportunity to contest them or to be heard. And so if they take your stuff, there should be a hearing on taking your stuff. And there also ought to be a good basis for the taking of your stuff. So Fox 2's Mitch McCoy previously reported that Calverton Park's ordinance prohibits property owners from having an unlicensed and or inoperable car on the property. And we've talked about this before, and or, and slash or. So this can be read several different ways, but to have an unlicensed car on your property, what if you bought a car and you're restoring it? You can't get it licensed till it's restored. You, you, you probably can't get it registered till it's drivable. Okay, let's just assume that your state requires the car to actually be operable on the roads to be registered. So you are working on this car. Well, it's not operable. They, they can say that's prohibited. The city confirmed that since December of 2020, they've issued 350 violations and 81 vehicles have been towed under this ordinance. If the vehicle is towed away, the city also issues an abatement fee. So you can imagine that you're paying for that tow. You're probably paying for the storage. You're probably paying to get your stuff back if you go to get it back. And then on top of that is an abatement fee. Now, remember this. And and again, this is a topic that upsets a lot of people for good reason. Okay, you have a house or a home or someplace you live. Okay, you own the property. Let's talk about an ownership situation. And a building inspector or somebody from the municipality comes by who's an inspector. And they look and they go, oh, you have a violation of of the zoning ordinance. You have a violation. And you, what's, the, what's the violation? And let's say you've got a mountain of tires, old car tires, and rusty old oil drums in your front yard that literally block the view of your home from the street. But there's just this mountain of, of tires and oil drums. And the oil drums are oozing something. We're not even sure if they're full or empty. The tires have been there for years. They, they breed mosquitoes. All kinds of crazy stuff happens, okay? Big mountain of stuff, okay? And they come by and they go, that's a, that's a health hazard. That's, 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 that's an eyesore, but it's also a health hazard, and you've got to do something about that. Now, I think many people would say, well, I agree with that. I agree with that, that if there's literally, literally a mountain of old used tires and oil drums in your front yard, taller than your house, and they're not in the street, but as close as you can get, 
that they'd have the right to come by and go, you know, that's, that's a violation. That's a violation right there, okay? You can think of some other ones also. But I've heard of it before, and we've talked about this before, where somebody, for instance, pulls up their own driveway and parks with their car with two of the wheels on the grass because either the driveway's not wide enough for two cars or they just missed the grass. They come by and they go, oh, you're parking cars in your grass now. That's a violation. Well, I'm parking my own car on my own grass, and there's only this much grass. Yeah, but it's a violation. You have now parked your car on your grass. So the question is, at what point does it become a nuisance versus just something they can write a ticket for? And so if they come by your house and you've got a car that's parked backwards in your driveway, and let's suppose you're in a state that does not require a front license plate, like Michigan does not require a front license plate, they can't tell if it's got no back license plate from the road. Can they come on your property and look to see if you've got a back license plate? Can they come on your property and, and take a look at the VIN and then run it to see if it's registered? Do they, do they have the right to do those things? Most people would say that's not right, especially if the car in the driveway, with or without the registration, is not a nuisance. It's not doing anything bad. It's not harming anybody. And so I can tell you that you know I've got a vehicle right now in my garage. It's backed in. Now, it is plated, but, but you couldn't tell that by looking at it. And, of course, if somebody would come by and go, hey, he's got that car in his garage. I wonder if it's plated or not. None of your business. The lawsuit contends that city officials have deemed the vehicles a nuisance violation and a public health issue. A public health issue. Explain to me the threat to public health caused by a vehicle not being registered. However, the lawsuit argues that most of these vehicles were seized due to lack of proper licensing or expired plates and not any visible structural defect or safety hazard. And yes, I will admit, because someone's going to say this, that a vehicle could become a health hazard if left unattended and the right situation happened. So let's suppose you parked the vehicle down at the end of your driveway because it was leaking trans fluid. It's leaking oil. And somehow it was leaking out into the street, causing an unsafe condition at the end of your driveway. That's, that's hypothetically possible. But that's not what any of these are. They're saying, oh, it's just doesn't, it just doesn't have a plate on it. Doesn't, doesn't, not, it's not registered. One such instance, as described in the lawsuit, involves a woman who says she'd been saving up to pay state taxes while her car had temporary tags. Now, temporary tags expired, and in May, the city of Calverton Park moved forward with a tow of her car, adding to costs she would now owe on top of everything else. Saving up her money to get the car roadworthy, they seize her car, put her deeper into debt. According to the lawsuit, the code enforcement officer caused these tows by submitting misleading warrant applications that omitted crucial information, namely that the cars did not qualify as nuisances. The lawsuit seeking compensation for punitive damages, attorney fees, and other costs, and the story is developing, but the lawsuit has been filed. And I know so many stories when I was growing up, and I know that some of these obviously may not happen today because things are different, but when I was growing up, when I was growing up, the guy across the street from me was a car collector. The guy, uh, the father of the family across the street, was a car collector who, and I might tell the story someday, but I also might save it for Vin Wiki. But um, I've mentioned it before in a live stream that the guy across the street from me at one point owned a uh, Ferrari GTO. And it's actually going up for auction shortly. It's, it's in the news again. But I remember seeing the car as a child. And the same guy, uh, at one time or another, bought cars that were disassembled by somebody else who had gotten neck deep into a project and then quit. And he bought the parts and he reassembled the cars himself. 
and he had these cars that he was working on in his garage. And so on the weekends, the garage door would go up. And the garage door, by the way, faced sideways. So you couldn't see directly into the garage unless you're over here and you're far away. Um, and so he'd work in these cars. And then he can't, eventually, as the cars got fully assembled, he'd roll them out, get them running. Then he'd get them plated and insured and all that stuff. And then he'd either take them to car shows or one of the two of them he sold. He sold the Ferrari a few years ago. And so that guy had unplated cars in his garage that were extremely valuable, very, very unusual, and not a threat to anyone. Now, the city I lived in didn't do anything about that, but I can picture a city like this going, oh, you've got unregistered cars in your garage. Those are a health hazard. Those are a nuisance. We need to tow those away. Why? Now, don't get me wrong. I I understand why the government wants you to pay taxes. I get that. But the interesting thing is that Calverton Park doesn't get the money for the registration, do they? Doesn't that go to the state? So why is it on them? Well, I'll tell you why it's on them. Because when they tow the car, they get to say, oh, you've got to pay the abatement fee. You've got to pay the towing and the storage. Someone's making money off of that. So you probably want to take a look at that and see how this works if you're in Calverton Park. But there is a lawsuit. We'll see what happens. But this is one of those laws. And don't get me wrong, it's not on the same scale as qualified immunity or civil asset forfeiture. But it, it, it is up there in laws that don't make any sense. And I suspect a lot of cities and municipalities have got laws which, if read with just the right angle to them, somebody could go, yeah, we could do this if we wanted to. But again, the fact that somebody's got a car in their garage or up their driveway, because it just says, on the property, on the property. So let's suppose that you actually were doing this inside your house. Let's suppose you had a big old house, the walkout basement, and you, and you assembled the car in your basement, and you had a door wide enough to push the car outside. Could they come into your house to take your car? Could they? Because it appears they think they can take them from your driveway and presumably your garage, you know. And by the way, wherever David Tracy is right now, he's, 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 he's got the willies. He doesn't know why. <laughs> David Tracy who writes for the Autopian, had a very large collection of old Jeeps that the city would once in a while come by and ask him about. But uh, he's moved from that location. He's no longer there. But this is happening in Missouri. Calverton Park faces lawsuit after Fox 2's extensive reports on towed cars and temporary tags. Joey Schneider wrote this. William Senate, I will continue to follow the story, from Fox 2 now. And that's the situation. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in.